Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. GM had its best third quarter sales since Ronald Reagan was seeking his first term as president. Audi, Nissan, and Mopar tease us, and in the second half of the show, I'll take you back inside the Autoline garage. But now let's get to the news. Even though car sales are running strong in the American market, sales of hybrids are dropping. Wartz reports that they're down more than 8% so far this year and represent only 3% of total sales. One fascinating insight into this challenge of selling hybrids is represented by the Lincoln MKZ. Buyers can choose from a four-cylinder engine, a V6, or they can choose a hybrid version for absolutely no extra cost. And yet 70% of MKZ buyers do not choose the hybrid, despite that it gets 14 more miles per gallon than the four-cylinder and 18 miles more than the V6. Think about it. Most buyers are rejecting a car that can get up to 80% better fuel economy, even though they don't have to pay extra to get it. That's a huge problem for the auto industry. And here's our Autoline Insight. Regulators can force automakers to build more efficient cars, but you can't force the consumers into buying them. And speaking of sales, GM posted the best third quarter in over 30 years. The company sold over 2.4 million vehicles globally the past three months, a gain of 2% compared to a year ago. Strong sales in the U.S. and China helped fuel its increase. Through the first nine months of the year, GM has sold 7.4 million vehicles, also a 2% increase. The company hasn't posted its financial results for the third quarter, so we'll have to wait and see if this bump in sales helped its bottom line. Now let's shift over to Audi, who's showing off a teaser image of a concept it will have at the LA Auto Show. Not much to gather from the image, but it will be the first vehicle from its new head of design, Mark Light, and it signals a new beginning for both exterior and interior styling. And moving over to another teaser image, this one's from Nissan. It looks as though it's a CUV or SUV, but we'll know later this month when it makes its debut in Brazil. With the SEMA show right around the corner, Mopar is showing off some sketches of modified vehicles it will be displaying there. And there will be a Chrysler 200, and while the S model already has a sporty look to it, it'll be interesting to see what accessories are added on top. And I'm sure customers will hope to see those accessories available through the dealer. Also on hand will be a Dodge Dart. Could this finally be the SRT version that people have been clamoring for? and Jeep will be getting into the mix as well with some modified Renegades. The SEMA show in Las Vegas starts on November 4th. And coming up next, a look at how fender benders may be getting a whole lot more expensive. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com Getting into a fender bender used to mean that you might have to straighten out a bumper or maybe even replace a taillight. But now that vehicles have gotten bigger and parking features and safety aids have been added on, is a minor accident going to cause you to have to open up your wallet a whole lot further? Auto Line Garage is brought to you by Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. 
How certain components are packaged into a vehicle can make a pretty staggering difference on how much it costs to repair a damaged part. One example I would use is the electrical hookup for a trailer. I'm sure we've all seen a truck before that had that little black box either bent up underneath the bumper or just dangling down by the wires. Toyota came up with a pretty good fix, and on the newest Tundra, it mounted the hookup in the bumper next to the license plate. But after getting a rundown of the technology on the all-new F-150, I'm starting to wonder if a minor fender bender is going to cost thousands of dollars on some of these oversized trucks, vans, and SUVs. That's because on the 2015 F-150, and I've seen it on plenty of others as well, the parking sensors and safety aids have been integrated into components that can be easily damaged in the most minor of accidents, like side view mirrors that now have parking cameras and LED lights, front bumpers with sensors and cameras, and even rear taillights that now house sensors. How much more will these components cost if they get damaged or just go bad? You know it's not going to be cheap. The only saving grace is that most of these are added on options, so not everyone is going to have them. But if you do, watch out. Ram, Toyota, and others have at least started making bumpers for their large trucks and vans in multiple pieces. So if only one portion gets damaged, it can just be replaced in sections, which does help with the cost of repair. And I think more engineers need to start thinking in these terms if they're going to start integrating all these expensive technologies into easily and commonly damaged parts. For Autoline Garage, I'm Sean McElroy. And don't forget to check out tonight's Autoline After Hours. Matt Haggart, the chief engineer of the all-new Acura TLX, will be here with one of his cars in this studio. So if you have any questions about that car or Acura, make sure you tune in tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on our website, Autoline.tv. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.